At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. Got Steph back in the box. We've got our buddy Jeff, and most importantly, Michael Lombardi in town. So he's going to be here. It's, it's awesome to have Michael around. He's going to be here today. It's going to be yeah. here Friday. It's going to be here Saturday. And so, I, th- I thought you were leaving Sunday. You're going to be Sunday, here Sunday. I think it's Sunday after the show. Then we're going to head back to the great state of New Jersey. And then we'll get this kick the season off. God, I'm really excited. I mean, there's some really good games, Patrick. Those I mean, primetime games in week I mean, one. Think you know, about and it. these lines are a little bit, you know, these lines are a little... Last year's week one lines, we were dealing with no preseason. We had no real view of the team. We were really guessing on those games. And this year, I'm not saying we have a lot of data, but we do have some data points. I mean, when you think about the Bears-Rams and you watch the Bears preseason, you can say what you want. I've learned in my career that what happens in preseason as a default, as, a, as, a, as something that was bad with your team, it doesn't go away. Like it doesn't go away. Like this bear, you signed Jason Peters. If you're a bears fan at 39 years old to be your left tackle, you got problems, Yep. you know? And so you have Andy Dalton, who we know is not a great quarterback, even, you know, how are you going to be able to, we know Matt Nagy is, I know he's got a a reputation for being a guru, but there's not a lot of rue in that guru. Right. So, you know, we got that going. I don't know how this all plays and it looks too easy to take the Rams, which is concerning for me, 
But the one thing I do know from talking to people in the league, when McVay has time to prepare, he's pretty damn good. The heaviest numbers, Michael, that's one of them. We've gone up to seven and a half. Chicago at the Rams at Sunday night. Uh, obviously heavy in Tampa Bay. You feel too heavy at eight with Dallas in town because you think Dak's going to be good to go. I'm going to give you a key number that we just hit here. Um, Arizona at Tennessee, shout to Steph. Uh, Arizona at Tennessee, Tennessee opened two and a half. It is everywhere. It's been bet up to three. Yeah. So Tennessee's laying three. Well, look, Tennessee winning 11 games last year with that defense. I think Mike Vrabel should have been considered coach of the year. That defense was atrocious, and that's an understatement. <laughs> okay? And they gave up more points and yards and all that. This is an interesting line because are we sure the Titans are good on defense this year? Are they better? You know, are they going to be improved? I mean, Janoris Jenkins, Jack Rabbit Jenkins, you know, they've got Farley they drafted. Are these guys going to be able to cover anybody? We know offensively Tannehill, who is vaccinated, Scott, you know, is going to miss five days because COVID. of COVID. Yep. They have no backup quarterback. I mean, you know, they have no backup quarterback. So, uh, you know, that's the other thing about COVID. I think we really, as betters, we have to take into strong consideration. It takes, a, it takes three weeks for guys to get through COVID. Like, it isn't like... You mean you, literally or physically? Like the, physically. The, okay. Like, to get themselves back. Like, remember Steph Curry, you know, when I was a 76er fan at one point? <laughs> you know, when you watched him after he came back, with uh, when he came back after having uh, uh, COVID, he wasn't the same guy. Totally. Right? It took him about a month to get going. We have to count that into it. Good point. And so, I don't know where Tannehill is. This one, I have no faith in the Cardinals. I watch him in the summer. Their offensive line I don't like. Everybody loves Kyler Murray. I think Kyler Murray is a good player. I don't think he's an elite player yet. I think he's going to have to prove he can throw the ball from the pocket. I'm a little worried about him. I really am. That that one, to me, Tennessee, the heat and humidity there. Yeah. You know, and I don't want to step on your toes because you do a wonderful job well, with weather. Well, of course. I mean, but, yeah. but I think, to me, weather is going to play a huge factor in this. Yeah, and I got a new Doppler for the season forthcoming here Good. on the Lombardi line, which I'm excited to unveil. Um, quickly, DraftKings got a number on the starter week one for the Texans. We can get into this. Tyrod Taylor, a minus 600 favorite. Davis Mills, 5-1. to one. Sean Watson, 5.5-1. to one. Driscoll, 10-1. to one. Is it going? It's going to be uh, Tyrod Taylor. It'll yes? be Tyrod Taylor. I mean, he'll get him in the right play. He'll do all the things. I mean, I'd look, one thing about the t Texans that I think they have going for them that nobody wants to account for is the us against the world mentality. Yeah. You know, like that, that especially week one, catching three at home goes, to a that Jacksonville That goes a team. long way as a head coach to motivate your team. It really does. And, you know, we don't know how good, how good is Jacksonville? Do we even know what's Jacksonville's strength? Like, tell me what they're good at doing. I don't know. Like, they're not going to be great on defense. Joe Collins never called a game defensively as a defense. It's his first time. He's been around forever, too. He's a D-line coach. I love Joe Collins. He's a wonderful man. Yes, yes. But, I mean, he's never called defense. He's never played chess with anybody. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a hard game. It, it, it is fascinating. One win team is opening on the road as a three-point favorite. They, they may win by 10, but the fact that they're a three-point favorite, we find that to be a little dubious. At the Texans, you got a total of 44.5 right now on the board with the Jags in town. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VSIN studios here at the South Point. You see it. We didn't even have to adjust the camera. That's real, in person. Michael Lombardi in studio. And you know what's funny is we were doing a show last week, yeah. and there was such reports coming out that Locke was going to be the starter, Michael, in Denver, that they ripped the, they ripped the number off the board. Right. Then all of a sudden, Fangio does an about face, and he names Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater, the starter. Were you shocked by this? I was a little bit because I felt like Elway's personality, Elway's, I thought the lock, 
would have been the better way to go to start the season. Because I think Locke's not a confident player. Right. And now I'm not in their locker room, so I don't really know how the players viewed this. And I'm sure the players probably felt more comfortable with Teddy. But I don't think Locke's a kid that has a lot. Now, I do know George Payton, when he was in Minnesota, was not a Locke fan. Mm. He was not a Locke fan. So that, I think that had a lot to do with it. You know, they, we, we reported on this network before the trade happened that they were going to trade Locke, that, that Bridgewater was going to Denver. Right. We, we knew that. So I think their whole modus operandi in Denver is simply this. We are not going to lose the game at the quarterback position. We might not win it. Right. He might not make enough plays to win it, but we're not going to lose it. We're not going to turn this damn ball over. You know, we're, and so we were going against the Giants. Now, the Giants – who are the Giants, right? The Giants struggled mightily yesterday against the Patriots. Daniel Jones held the ball for, you know, counting Mother May I 17 times, couldn't get rid of it. You know, their corner situation wasn't very good. When Mac Jones throws 18 straight completions, and I know they signed a Dory Jackson, that, that could be a 30 for 30 documentary on how to throw money away when you could have traded for a Dory Jackson for a seventh-round pick, but then you go and give them this contract. Yeah. Like, this is really – this is front office malpractice, right? So – I mean, this giant team is going to be fascinating to see. And Denver's – you're going to play – I mean, we got we got Coach Garrett, respectfully. Respect. He's going to go back against Vic, who's one of the best defense coordinators in all of football. And Vic calls the defense. I, this one, that one and a half seems to me instinctively – like that's the number that I would t- I would lay that one. That okay. to, that to me, I think that's going to end up. I know they're on the road, but is the meta is the Meadowlands really a home field? Is this a Vic, is Vic known to be conservative? It, it, that's what I'm asking because Teddy feels like the conservative pick. Maybe there's a little bit of a higher ceiling with Locke. Maybe bigger explosive plays with Locke. Uh, but like you said. Bridgewater's always been popular in the locker room, and they go Bridgewater. I just, I was shocked. I was with you. I thought they may start with Locke, and if he struggles, then you can go to Teddy. I thought, I, I did too. I thought so. And but I was told from people in the league that, you know, that Vic knows that he can't mess it up at quarterback. He knows he just wants to have a clean game at quarterback, and and as long as he can have these matchups that he has, and he's got really good matchups across the board. Look, if you're playing the Giants. Mm-hmm. And okay, so let's just say Bradbury's their best corner, which he is, right? So now who are we going to pick on? We're going to go after a Dory Jackson. We're going to go after the slot corner, whoever that ends up being, because that's still co- competition. These receivers, you got. I can get Judy on him. I can get Beverly. I can get Cortland Sutlin. I've got Noah Fant. Yep. I mean, I've got weapons here to attack you. And if you don't want to play a man-to-man game, Teddy's going to be really good at throwing it. What gave Teddy trouble last year is when people attacked him and made him play faster and hurried him up. And then he couldn't really deliver the ball down the field. He took the checkdowns. I think this will be. A, I think the Giants are really in a tough spot because I don't think they're good enough offensively with under the leadership of Coach Garrett. And Daniel Jones, I just don't think is very good either. Like I, I'm not going. I watched Daniel Jones's high school tape the other day. Is there a, is there a cap to his ceiling, or do you think he has a potential Jones to get very good? I do, I think he's a. I don't think he's going to be a. I don't think he's going to be a top fifteen starter okay. in the National Football League. Fair. You know, I think and they I drafted have him, in, him to be just. I that. have him in that group four. Yeah. And I think that's probably. Could he get to group three? Maybe, but he doesn't play fast. He doesn't play fast, and he doesn't protect the football in the pocket. You know, the ball comes out too much. And the Giants have this 
you know, I was last night, Millie and I were at the at the circa at the steakhouse, and these Giant fans were over there. Of course, they're giving me crap because they think I'm just mad at the Giants because of the Patriots. But like, tell me, tell me what Daniel Jones does good. His best game, Patrick, the first one, the first one. It's 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 so funny. I was just thinking that like the expectations were set so unrealistically because he did play very well down in Tampa to open up his career, and he hasn't touched that yet. And they're not off. I mean, they are they are truly a, the Giants are truly an organization that believes they're doing the right things when they could be completely wrong. Yeah, you know they they think their plan is flawless, and everyone knows. I mean, they just went up to New England and got smacked. It's going to be a humbling. Now, I don't know what's going to happen in the game, all that, but they got smacked up in New England. I mean, it was pretty clear with everybody who watched it. I think New England may smack a lot of people this year. That's just my vibe. I think they may out. I think, I, if they I, get, I think if they're, they're going to be tough. Here's the thing about New England. Their offensive line is really good. Yeah. And I think if we're in week one, I think this is going to be something important, and I've got to work on this project for Coach Berman, who's issued it out. We also have to finish our wide receiver project at some that's point. Right. This well, that's week, this weekend. This weekend. Yeah. Yeah. But I would go with offensive lines in week one of the season. I really would. I, offensive lines. I think that Patriot offensive line is really good. Do I think the Giants offensive line is good? No. Do I think Denver's is good? Yes. I would really sit down. If you're in a contest, I would sit down and basically try to, as best you can, give the advantage in all these matchups to who has better defensive line, who has better offensive line, and really study that because that's going to be the determining factor in the game. You mentioned, this is kind of a weird one, but you mentioned the communication you know, I think it cuts off 15 seconds with 15 seconds to go there on the playcock. You mentioned the communication with McVeigh and Stafford's going to be very key in Stafford's ability to process what McVeigh's processing. We know how his brain works. Uh, I heard a weird report, and maybe I'm putting you in a weird spot, but Brady and Bridgewater, or from, no, excuse me, Bridgewater and Joe Brady, the offensive coordinator, I heard that there were communication issues. This is a random one. Communication issues where Bridgewater didn't feel comfortable that Brady wasn't getting the information quick enough. And throughout the season, they had mishaps because of communication issues. Is that fair? I, I think I think that's one of the biggest concerns you have, especially when you're not, you know, Bridgewater's never played in this Brady offense. I know he was with the Saints a little bit with, with before he got traded, you know, yeah. and where he got traded to the Saints from the Jets. But I, I think there's a little bit of, of – there there's always that uncertainty. And, and if you're not on the same page with the quarterback, it's hard. You know, and I think Shermer – first of all, Shermer had him up, up in Minnesota. Yep. Peyton dra- had him up there. He they was there when they drafted him. I think they're very comfortable with Teddy. And most importantly, Patrick, I think they know what Teddy can and can't do. This is the key. This is the key to being successful in the league. They know what he can and can't do. And I, and I think that ultimately, you know, that's why Baker Mayfield had such a great year. Because Kevin Stefanski didn't do what he can't do. I didn't even think about what you just said. When Shermer, when Teddy got injured and almost lost his leg, Shermer was running that offense. Case Keenum comes in and Shermer does a great job, flips that into the Giants job. But maybe the, comf- the comfortability factor with Shermer and Bridgewater had something to do. I mean, you know, Fangio goes to Shermer and says, what do you want? Yeah, no, I know. I mean, look, I, look, and Denver, look, Denver should be able to block every team they play. Denver should be able to win matchups at the corner against with their receivers. And defensively, Vic's scheme is hard to play. I mean, this is why Brennan Staley just got a job. This is why, you know, the Bears brought one of his assistants back to be their defense. People want to run Vic's scheme because it's really, it's challenging. It doesn't give you an advantage. Okay, most teams, you'll see this on, you'll see this. Whenever you see the running back go line up out there in this outside, right? Yeah. 
And then he lines up out there, he stays out there for a second or two, and then he comes back. What that is called is an indicator. All they're trying to do is collect data. The quarterback's trying to collect data. So if the corner kicks over to the, to the back, they know there's a zone coverage. If the linebacker runs out there, they know it's a man coverage. Yeah. So they bring them back in. Now, sometimes teams are smart enough, they change the call. They'll change the call. Once he comes back in, they'll change the call. But most teams don't. Vic is really good at being able to adjust it and never give you an indicator. And he's, be, he's coached the skies so much within his defense. It's where Martindale gains an advantage. People think defensive coordinators in the National Football League are all about their, their schemes. They're about their disguises. These quarterbacks are way too good. Stafford, you're not going to fool Stafford. No. You're not going to fool Brady. You're not going to fool Rodgers. They're too good. You've got to disguise it to them. You've got to make them think they're doing this, but we're really doing that. Go back to this game when we had the Super Bowl ring. When Brady throws the pick six, they thought they were playing one cut. They thought he was playing cover one, and it became cut. And, they, and Dan Quinn did a great job of disguising, and Brady got fooled. Mm. That's why he threw the pick. Brady would never throw that if, if, that, if, he, knew the, if he didn't get fooled. This is what Vic does. He fools quarterbacks, and a guy like Daniel Jones, I think, is going to have a hard time. Because Daniel Jones doesn't get any help from Jason Garrett. He doesn't get any help from Garrett. Excuse me, Coach. Coach Garrett. He doesn't get any help. Thank you, Patrick. That's another $10 fine. I'm $20 in the hole already. Do you? It's costing me money being out here. Can, can Wink, you'll be all right. Can Wink uh, get a look for a head coaching job? We got Fangio got one. I think Wink. Zimmer got one. I think Wink is, and I love Wink. I've known Wink since he first showed up at, at, at the Oakland Rail. I love Wink. So I say this with great respect. I think Wink is the, is the next Bill Parcells. I think that's who Wink is. He's got he's got a really unbelievable big picture view of the team. Yeah, he can coach players. He can motivate players. I think he's like I he would be perfect. And I couldn't underscore this even more. Perfect for the Cincinnati Bengals. Now they're not smart enough to figure it out because they hired Zach Taylor. I mean, like seriously, <laughs> at some point you hire Zach Taylor. You're telling me you don't you don't know, you know the McVay effect, right? Yeah, I mean, and then you keep him for three years. Wink. That you should be his agent. That's a th- you just called him Pillpot. I was going to say, is that because of the horse racing? No, Wink? it's just that, you know Parcells has this great ability to be able to boil the complex into simplicity. That's all great leaders can do that, and Parcells can also see the game from thirty thousand feet. Most of these coaches can only see what's in front of them. Mm-hmm. The, the great ones can see the game from above. This is what we have to do. This is the strategy we have to play. You know, this is the first quarter strategy. This will be the fourth quarter strategy. I think Wink does that really well. He's 58. He should, I mean, he's not even old. He should get a job. Well, yeah, he's old in the NFL because everybody wants to hire these inexperienced guys. Well, then that and that's where you end up. Uh, Zach Taylor uh, on the 10th start of the year when everybody said, watch out, Joe Burrow's going to get hurt, rips his ACL. And I got concerns about this Cincinnati team. I wanted to transition Shocking them. you would. I, that offensive line is dreadful. Uh, it's it, horrible. He's going to get hurt again. Of course he's going to get hurt again. And, and here's why he's going to get hurt again. They don't care about protection. <laughs> it's like LaFleur. You go back and watch the championship game. Poor Aaron Rodgers is back there. The first play of the game, he gets sacked. He's getting the crap beat out of him, and LaFleur's still trying to get five out in a route. Like, what good is getting five out in the route if we can't block? Like, right? What good is it? You know, it, it doesn't do you any good. You got to chip to the ends. Like, they should have been chipping Jason Pierre-Paul for the first play. I can remember when I was with the first year with the 49ers. We lined up. We, we were playing the Washington then called the Redskins, back in old RFK Stadium. And we had Russ Francis. Russ Francis was an incredibly gifted athlete, 6'6", 270, could run like a, like a deer. And so we, they had Dexter Manley. 
And we had Keith Von Horst trying to block it right tackle. <laughs> okay? So what did Bill do? Bill put Dexter, Bill put Russ Francis all the way out there, motioned him in, and as soon as we snapped the ball, he just went right into Dexter Manley and cold cocked him. And Manley like, looked like he was in a car accident. His hands went flying up. It went all over the place, right? Well, every play from that play on, Manley kept looking to see where Francis was. Sometimes he was come, sometimes he go. He was like, you're not hitting me hard again. Yeah. Like, that's how you have to set up a game plan. Meanwhile, on the floor, oh, Jason Pierre-Paul, you want to go against Billy Trump? Sure, come on right in. Have a, you know, go ahead. Keep, keep kicking Rodgers' butt. Brady threw three interceptions in that game, and nobody talks about it. That's right. Six How did and, we digress to that? At six and a half on the Bengals. The, I mean, so you got to get to seven, obviously. Like, seriously, do you think Mike Zimmer is not going to attack every protection known to mankind against this Bengals? He, What's that might. line in the opening uh, one? Week, week one, we'll give it to you right now. Week one, the Vikings host the Bengals, and I'll, and I'll pull that up. There it is. Good job. Vikings laying three and a half, excuse me, at the Bengals and a total of 48. So this would be a six. Would you say this would be the Vikings would be a six point favorite if they were playing at home? I think the Vikings might be six and a half. Yeah, six wow. and a half, seven ish. I think it might be. T- I think it might be sniffing seven even if they were at home. But six and a half. Wow. Yeah. I don't have any faith in the Bengals. Here's the Bengals. Three years they've won six games. This will be year three. They've made no changes to their coaching staff. Everything's going good. They haven't. He hasn't made any changes. The same defense no coordinator, same offensive coordinator. No changes. Everything's good. We're doing great. Brown's a smart guy. He doesn't step in. Mike's a little older. I think he's letting his daughter run the team. You know, yeah. I think that that that's the problem. Is look, I mean, Mike's Mike Mike was really influenced. If you study history of the NFL, Mike Brown was influenced by his father getting fired in Cleveland. Oh. His father got fired in Cleveland, really, really kind of hurt the family. Yeah. And Mike's very sensitive to coaches. Mike is very sensitive to coaches. Mike doesn't overreact to coaches. And I think he's going to give Zach Taylor this year to see what he can do. And some don't know, you mentioned the Washington football team at the time called the Redskins. Of course, they're changing their name. Now, Washington football team will have a new name. Michael Lombardi grew up a, Red, a Washington fan. Huge fan. Huge fan. What was, your, what was your connection there? So when Lombardi left the Packers in 69 to go become the Redskins, to become the Washington football team's head coach, since I was a Vince Lombardi fan, my loyalty shifted sure. to Washington. And so that's when I became a Washington football fan. Then he changed the helmets, one of the great helmets of all time. He put that R with the feather coming yeah, out yeah, of it. Yeah. That was, it looks like Green Bay's helmet. And then he got sick. He would have won. Then there. he got sick. And he would have won. Sonny Jorgensen. Oh. And then George came in, George Allen, and the Over the Hill gang started to play. And they were good. I mean, 72, went to the Super Bowl, got beat. But it was – and then Gibbs came in. Gibbs and was great. Gibbs was tremendous. Now, I grew up on Gibbs. and Gibbs, Gibbs is tremendous. He was a hell of a coach. Yep. And he – you know what? Wow. Think about what Gibbs did surrounding himself with the coaching staff he did, he, as opposed to what Zach Taylor's doing. I mean, Gibbs had tremendous assistance. Yeah, I mean, and G- Gibbs goes back to the Sid Gilman tree. Pretty good tree. Pretty damn good do you, tree. Do you have a – we just have 40 seconds. Do you have – do you care about – I mean, at this point, we don't care when you get older about the name, but do you have a Washington football team name you'd like to see? You know, I, I – Red uh, Hawks, Red Wolves, Red you Hawks. Know, I, I mean – they used to play Hail to the Redskins. I know that's politically incorrect, but it was one of the, the in RFK Stadium when they played that. that HTTR. Yeah, well, that play that play used to that that there was such a vibe in Commanders, that. Generals. Yeah, anything, I, anything I think it should you? be. I think you know it should be something that goes against like what would what's the Cowboys? 
Like something anti-cowboy. Anti-cowboy? Yeah. That's what I would lean towards. I don't have that in my head. I don't hate Steph, that. We need a thesaurus Steph will come up Let's with it during this break. She'll, yeah. she'll name the Washington football team. When we come back, got a trade. Sony Michelle, although there's some drama, we'll get into that next here. Lombardi Line, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. got a Steph Express bet, who we love. The Traverse is coming up. Get ready for this weekend's Traverse Stakes and some help from our friends over at First Bet. They're offering a Traverse Day money back special. Here's the deal. Cash back up to 10 bucks. Your horse finishes second or third in all races at Saratoga on Traverse Day. Also, you can get in on Traverse All Stakes Pick 5. I love the Pick 5s, the horizontal bets. Uh, again, races 8 through 12 with the Pick 5. Lombardi's okay. He fell out of his chair. For more information, go to vsin.com slash horses. And when you do, vsin.com slash horses, you'll find the new feature, which are the daily Saratoga picks from veteran handicapper Ed Seahorn. As we welcome you back here on the Lombardi line, my man is standing up. He's yeah. into it. Lombardi's in studio, Mr. Michael. Yeah, it feels good to be here. We uh, we were just talking. We got a huge weekend of shows coming up. We've got your top 
what five through one uh, yeah, as far as the wide receivers. Then Bill Berman, executive producer, executive the conductor has, uh, has decided offensive line play. Yes, offensive lines coming up next. Yeah. yeah. Did you think uh, Sony Michelle to the Rams was uh, a big get for the Rams? As yeah. Obviously, they're banged up there with Cam Akers. I think it was. I mean, look, I think he, you know, he's in the last year of his rookie contract, so they weren't, they didn't, they're going to pick up that option. So they have an opportunity to move him to get a couple later picks. You know, he helped them win that Super Bowl against the Rams. His durability, I think, is concerning. His knee, can he stay healthy? I mean, this is a rental, truly a rental for the Rams. But I do think it gives them a guy that you've got to respect. He's in the backfield. You've got to handle him. And they can run all their play action stuff. So I think it's a great move for the Rams. I mean, this is this is a smart play. You know, Sonny's a great kid. I think he'll he'll do a good job for them. But in New England, he wasn't really going to be the guy. I mean, it, Damian so many Harris. Pieces. They love da- Harris, da- right? Damian Harris is the guy. Like, I keep telling people, and I know Berman gets mad at me when I say this because he doesn't want to give out information to other people in his fantasy league. But but Damian Harris is a really good player, and he's going to be their guy. He's going to be the best. And the Stevenson kid who they drafted from Oklahoma – Outstanding, and then you still have James White in the in the nickel role or the or the receiving role, and of course you still have Brandon Bolin who who plays. And this JJ Taylor, the kid from the University of Arizona, has played well in the preseason. So, you know they they may they would have kept Sony, but he would have been dressed. So this isn't Belichick getting being over Sony. This is him having so many options that he was expendable. Bill's always going to ask the question to himself, will this guy get to the game? Will this guy get to the game on Sunday? And what role will he have on the game? Brandon Bolden will always get to the game because Brandon Bolden's going to play four, four, four teams in the kicking game. So he's getting to the game. Whereas this kid wasn't going to play in any special team, so it's going to take an injury. So it's either him or Stevenson we're going to get to the game. So somebody's going to be inactive. And I think that's what made the decision. So you got draft picks for him. You turned him around, and you're able to get something. It's a good trade. To me, the, it's a good trade for the Rams. Look, the Rams are going to always struggle with depth. This yes. is going to be the concern for that's us. Right. And if you're betting the Rams, whether you're betting the Rams in the, in the, in the uh, survivor pool or you're betting the Rams in a, in, a, in a contest, you better make damn sure you check that in report thoroughly to make sure that they're going to match up because they're going to have one of those blunders like when they went to Miami last year and just flat fell right on their faces. They, they, they're, they're good at every position. They just don't go deep. They have no depth. They have none. And, and this is what worries you about certain teams when you watch in the preseason. The Eagles, for example, their depth is horrendous. You know, we watch their. We but watched, they're not as top heavy as they're the not as top heavy. In the defensive line, they are, but they're not as top heavy as a football right. team. Do you, are, are we entering um, historic proportions with Aaron Donald, who in the from from the interior had what 14 sacks last year. He had 20 and a half sacks a couple, few years ago. He's a great player. He's really a great player. I mean, look, anytime he's one on one, he wins. It's incredible. So you can't. So you have to. He's one of these guys where the protection gets set to him. So wherever they line him up, the you the as a defensive coordinator, you know where the protection is being slid to, right. unless you just want to get rid of the ball really quick. And so when you have a player that does that, these are the what I call the, the you know these are the Tuesday players because all day Tuesday you're in your office game planning against them, game planning how we're going to they stop obsess them. over them exactly they the, obsess. Hey Winston, he did look good at the preseason game. We know Jameis. Jameis right now at DraftKings, yes to start week one is minus three fifty, no is plus two sixty. Taysom's getting dragged on social. Is this even a competition right now with Taysom and, and Winston? I think the hard part for Sean is. Does if Sean puts Winston in there, what does he do with Taysom? 
Mm-hmm. Will Taysom let him do all the other stuff that he did that made him so effective? Taysom, if I were Taysom, I'd just count that money, the contract he got, which was ridiculous. Ridiculous. For, I mean, Great. he's not even going to be starting. Right. So how do you have a backup making that much money? But you can't. I think they're going to have – I think Jameis is a favorite in the locker room as well. I mean, the upside is just – Do you trust him? No. No, I don't trust him. No, no. If he I'm was at dinner with you us tonight against the Packers at, at the Italian club, he'd fumble the. He, he, I mean, like, he I don't trust him. I, I mean, I, he's going to make it. I see a Stephanie over your, there. Your boy, your boy, Applebaum's next with his steam. Oh, he got how many days left for steam? <laughs> we come back. We'll find out next here at Lombardi Line. <laughs> streets and it's hot it's the nfl betting guide profiles on every team visa and expert picks season win totals division finishes player awards it's really ridiculous it's awesome it's 1999 it's just it's counterproductive not to get it and have it with you throughout the year just kind of as a guide again go to vsun.com slash subscribe sign up for all access and get everything we offer for the entire football season over at vsun.com slash subscribe and bill berman checking in he said, would it kill you? We were talking about Harris, yeah. the running back there with the well, Patriots. Shot to Alabama. Would it kill you to go low-key on Harris for another week? Loose lips sink ships. I and mean, this like, ship finished third last year. Thanks, Greg Well, Roman. I mean, you know, like, we, we're, you know, it's our job. It's all of a sudden we now work it for him. Yes. I, I love how that works. I think now. it is very clear. We all work for Bill Berman. Yeah, I think so. Here on uh, I, the Lombardi line. Speaking of we work for somebody, I put these earphones in because we obviously yeah, all work good. for Josh Applebaum. So. Josh Applebaum joins Market Insights is the pod. Yeah. I think he's having a little fear of missing out here as uh, me and Michael, the big guy, are hanging out. Uh, How are you doing, Josh? Oh, uh, guys, I'm struggling. I see you two together looking so good in person. We had a tweet earlier, two legends meeting for the first time. I'm like, seriously, so much FOMO right now, but you guys are looking great. Michael, I got two questions. One, is Patrick taking carry out there? And number two, what's the steam like out there in the desert? It, well, you know, Josh, today is, what is it, August 26th? Yeah, I think you, got you have five, five more days. days of steam, right? <laughs> so when we come back off our Monday, off our Tuesday, Wednesday time off next week, by next Thursday, you, the steam's eliminated because this steam the is just retired. Yep. Yeah, it's it's retired. It's not, and to answer your first question, of course, I've made reservations for the tonight. I've yeah, organized he's done, everything. He's done nice. it all. We're going to be hanging out with Fanooch. We're going to be hanging out with the whole squad. <laughs> yeah, we're, it's great. I mean, we're really doing good here. We miss you, Josh. But you know, I mean, it's uh, you know, I mean, I'm looking for sharps. I've been in, I've been searching the the whole Vegas community for these <laughs> legend sharps. I don't know where they are. I'm going to find one. Yeah, can you point us to the yeah. sharp direction there, Josh? Yeah. Where is Sharps? Where uh, are they? Well, Michael, you're sitting next to one right next Thank to you, you, but I would that, say they're, that's they're still in point, Des Moines. That's my point, Josh. Yeah, that's exactly. my point. We keep <laughs> quoting these Sharps like they're the Wizard of Oz behind some curtain when we got one sitting right here with us. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> didn't, have to, didn't have to find out too long, yeah. Hey, by uh, the way, hey, did you see Shohei got rocked? and Not necessarily rocked. He thruck, struck out three times. Did you see uh, Will Hill, who was texting me, he was taunting me because he wants the Orioles to lose out. The <laughs> Orioles snapped their 19-game win streak against Shohei and the Angels last night. Wow. How about that, Josh? 
Yeah, so I think what you have over under ten wins left on the season for Baltimore. So that, that's a big one for one. you, Patrick. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that, that's a big one for you, uh, guys. I want to throw some at you, Michael. You know uh, the fact that you're in Vegas and we got uh, you know coming up closer to Week One. I want to talk about dogs a little bit yeah. and throw three dogs at you, Michael, because really what we see and you know we've been doing shows this is our third year now. We've seen historically and doing Lombardi lines that Week One and really the first I would say maybe three weeks or kind of the month of September, dogs do very well. So NFL dogs the last decade in Week. Week one, 85 and 70, 55% ATS. Uh, road dogs in particular, 57% ATS. Uh, also, divisional dogs, that's another key spot. The familiarity kind of benefits the team getting points there, 68% ATS. If you're a big dog, six or more, 57% ATS. And then a buy low spot where if you're on a dog and they missed the playoffs last year, public says, you stink, I can't play you, you're terrible. Kind of that recency bias, they're 56% ATS. So a lot of dog system matches here in week one to lean on. But Michael, the first one I want to throw you was the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, I think this is going to be, uh, and it already is shaping up to be, a really lopsided play toward Buffalo. Uh, kind of a popular spot, you know, a team that's on the rise, team that people want to root for, and bet Bills Mafia here with Josh Allen, his new contract, uh, Diggs, Emmanuel Sanders. It's the team on the rise. But, but, Michael, one thing I noticed, you know, you had Buffalo open minus six, minus six and a half. They got up to seven, and it's like, okay, this thing's moving uh, toward Buffalo here. But over the last couple of days, there's been a little buyback here on Pittsburgh. You know, when it got to seven, and some books are now back down to six and a half. Some are juicing up to plus seven, minus 115 to uh, to, to uh, Pittsburgh here. Uh, and Michael, looking at this spot, Tomlin in his career has been really good as a dog. 38 and 19 ATS, 67%. If he's getting six and six or more, he's eight and three ATS, 73%. So how do you cap that game, Michael? Any reason to think, you know, if you can find the key number of seven, it's worthy of, of a Pittsburgh play? Or would you be wary here with Bill's Mafia at home? Well, I, I brought this up to Vinny. Mm-hmm. Patrick and I, obviously, you didn't pay attention to Thanks. this show. No, but that's okay. It's fine. <laughs> we it. talked about it <laughs> earlier. You know, I think that I thought this line would move, not because of steam or sharps, but because the visualization of Ben throwing the ball against Detroit and looking really good and their change of their offense putting Ben under center, and this Nigel Harris kid is really going to be a dynamic player. I know all the analytical people said it was a stupid pick, but I think what Kevin Colbert would told those analytical people, I'm going to get me a good player. Yeah. I'm not worried about making you guys happy. I'm going to get me a good player. I need a good player. I need somebody to run the ball. I need explosive plays. I've watched James Conner try to stumble back to the line of scrimmage. I've watched McFarland not be able to burst into the hole. So I, I think Ben, as much as I was anti-Ben, and I was. And, and if I'd been in Pittsburgh, without knowing his medical situation, I would have been really reticent about bringing him back. But I thought he looked really good in week one. Now, that offensive line is going to be a little bit of a concern. But I think their offense, with him under center, trying to run the ball, slow the game down, plus Tomlin's ability to coach defense to try to take away. They're not going to run the ball on Buffalo, on, on Pittsburgh. So it's going to be a 60-pass, 55-pass game in this game. And I think that you know this line seems to be a little bit out of whack. I like Buffalo's team, I do. But I think Pittsburgh, it was a playoff team. Would they look different now than they did at the end of last year? Mm-hmm. They do. And it's because of Ben. And I think this is why we're seeing some buyback. Because, A, that number at 7. You better get it now at 7. Because this will, when we get ready on Sunday, September 12th, when we sign off at 12 o'clock, this number will be somewhere around 6. You heard it here first from Mr. Lombardi. He's been saying that. Hey, when you go back and listen to that segment, by the way, I got a review if you want to take a listen to uh, Allegiant Stadium too, Josh. In case you, oh, nice. In yeah. Case, in case, <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. 
So I was just going to say, just because Michael's in Vegas, I actually got my podcast out earlier today just so I could listen for the I last know. 40 minutes. So just so you know. <laughs> I know you're working. We were not accusing <laughs> hey, you of not working. Get, it's no not no time don't, to get sensitive. Don't get sensitive. No you know, hey, you know, we're not shooting a Western here. you got to pack down. a big lunch if you want to come yeah, hang yeah, in this show, down, Josh. Yeah. No, no time to get sensitive. I mean, Vinny okay, threw so a coat on. He got so intimidated. <laughs> he couldn't wait. You know? Save that sensitivity for your fiance, not for this show. Okay? Exactly. No. Real, real quick, guys, yes, we're up sir. against it. Michael, any thoughts on the win totals for this team? Uh, Buffalo, uh, 11. Some books are juicing up over. Uh, Pittsburgh, surprisingly, 8.5, juiced up under. Any lean either way with either of these I teams? I was really leaning towards Pittsburgh, 8.5, and, and then I started working on my book project for about coaches, and, and Tomlin just doesn't, you know, there's a pedigree with coaches, yeah. right? There's like a history. You can, Tomlin's really a good coach, and Tomlin wins games. Yeah. And to win seven games two years ago with Mason Rudolph, a quarterback, and being able to turn the ball over as much as they did, but never playing from the lead, I, I'm never gonna. I'm not going against them. I'm gonna. I would lay off the Steelers. I, if I did anything, I might go over on that number because I think they're going to be better than I thought they were. They look better this summer. They look better. It's a fun practice. Tomlin, who's just 49, go through and look at his wins. 10, 12, 12, 9, 12, 12, 12, 8, 8, 11, 10, 11, 13, 9, 8, 12. He doesn't, he wakes up and he wins 11 games. That's I mean, what he yeah. does. And I don't think he's, you know, I think the team will be ready to play week one. I think that seven's, a, I don't think you're going to get that seven for long. I really don't. Jags are laying three in Houston, Josh. We're going to come back and discuss that one next here at Lombardi Line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
All right, Dodgers Padres, they played a thriller last night. It just literally went on forever. And tonight, if either team hits a home run, you use the bonus code VSIN100. You bet a dollar, you win 100. It's that simple. It will happen. BetMGM is going to give you 100 bucks. Download the app right now, betmgm.com, or just download, as I mentioned, the app. It's the king of sports books. New customer offer, paid for and free bets. Again, 1 800 Gambler if you have an issue. But the Dodgers of Padres tonight hit a home run, a dollar to win 100 as we welcome you back. Ben Fox stopped in studio to say hi to the legend. Yeah. And then I introduced him to Michael Lombardi. Yeah. We, we, yeah, right. yes, Legend. thank you very Legend. much. Legend. He's got the ring on and everything. Josh Applebaum hanging out. Market Insights is the pod. Market Insights, of course, you can find vston.com slash podcast. We love Josh. We love to mess with him. He, uh, <laughs> he got the podcast on early today so he could come and hang out with us. And we were having some discussions. Josh, we know you're going to catch the three with the Texans week one. Jacksonville's in town. But even Vinny's got a three. It's not like there's two and a half poking up there. It's just an odd number. It, it really is, Patrick. And yeah, we can make this thing short and say, I really love the value here with the Texans. To me, Michael, this is kind of a uh, just a, a perfect storm of different factors at play here. So number one, guys, uh, trivia question. When was the last time the Jaguars were a road favorite against anybody? You Back answered in that. I asked you that like two shows. See, I paid attention to that. It was, December, <laughs> it was in 19. It was in 2019. I asked you that question before. Yeah, and you, and you were really you, Michael, good do you remember what team? I pay attention. Do you remember what team? I forget what it was, but I mean, it was in this 19, and I, I think it was, uh, I forget. Bengals. Huh? Yeah. They beat Bengals. the Bengals 27-17, uh, four-point favorite there, but it's been forever, guys. And to me, you know, what you're looking at here is just a public perception of, you know, Jaguars and, and drafting Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer and uh, kind of his team with all these first-round picks with some optimism finally, whereas the Texans, you watch any show, and it's like they're going to be terrible. They have all these, uh, you know, issues going on. No Deshaun Watson, new head coach, all these problems here with the Texans. But, guys, I'm looking at the plus three, Michael, because, number one, uh, you're looking at a really good spot with a dog play. We talked about these divisional dogs. Uh, really great. This is kind of your number one system. Week one, divisional dogs, 38 and 18 ATS, 68% the last decade here. Uh, it's also a huge contrarian spot where the public is not only uh, looking at the Jags, but really leaning on them heavily. And they went two and a half up to three at a lot of these shops. Some openers were even a little bit lower, uh, like a two up to three. Uh, but Michael, looking at this one, uh, what do you take from the preseason? I mean, Houston, uh, again, you know, some teams are, are awful in the preseason. Doesn't matter. They roll. Uh, I don't know how much you can take away from it, but they're two and oh, they've outscored their opponents 46 six to 21, whereas the Jags zero and two, but outscored 46 to 34. Uh, so Michael, do you agree? Like if you were looking to bet this game, would you be looking at the plus three with Houston? Uh, and, or do you, do you understand why maybe the public is leaning here? Minus three with the Jags? Well, I think it's all perception, Josh. I think this is the perception bowl. I mean, we've done nothing mm. but kill the Texans since the end of the season. I mean, it's been Deshaun Watson. It's been a campaign by the worldwide leader that he wanted to get traded. It's been campaigning all along. I mean, there's been, people have been pouring on them. So to me, without Jacksonville doing anything or earning anything, they've just have become the favorite just by people just destroying, you know, Watson's not going to play. They've got no players in Houston. Nobody wants to be there. Just a bunch of perception. That's not real reality. So look, this is what I do know. I do know that in preseason, the Jacksonville Jaguars offensive line has not looked very good. Their starting line, especially their tackles. It's affected Lawrence. 
it has affected Lawrence. And I think when you watch the Texans, they, they're playing hard. They play effectively. Lovey Smith's got them going defensively. You know, how good will they be on offense? I don't know. I mean, Tyrod Taylor will protect the football. Will he be 2018 Tyrod Taylor in Buffalo? I doubt it. But, you know, if he doesn't make mistakes, do I think this will be a close game? Yeah. I don't know what the strength of Jacksonville is to say that they should be favored against anyone. I would think this would be a pick game. I think it would be a pick because I think there's too much to know about both teams. I do think Houston will be better in their offensive line, you know, particularly since they've got these guys back off of COVID, you know, and, and you know, you get Tunzel over there at left tackle. You get their first round pick at right tackle. So they should be an improved uh, and they've got skill players. I mean, they've got some skill players. Yeah. So, yeah, they're playing home. I mean, Jacksonville has done nothing. Nothing this summer to make you think that they're going to be all of a sudden turn it on. And I, I don't know how much you buy into the reports coming out. Some, you know, good, the players not happy with Urban Meyer. He's running the practice like a college team. I, I don't know what that means to you. No, I don't either. I mean, look, you know, I, I, I criticize Urban for even dabbling in the in the in the Tim Tebow thing. I think he opened himself up to this criticism by just playing it playing favorites for a guy that was not even qualified to play tight end. I mean, it was seriously, that was so bad. <laughs> like, why would we do that? Why are we wasting time? I know, you know, can I count all the, the, the emails I've gotten from people? Don't ever underestimate Tim Tebow. Right. You know I mean? Like seriously <laughs> underestimate him. When has he done anything? When has he done anything? So, you know, I, I, I think Urban – but don't, don't you feel, Patrick, I thought Urban was really good on the Monday night broadcast when he, when he was admitted that he's got a lot to learn about it. I, I thought, thought that he, was humbling. I, I thought he was very transparent. I thought you – you may have texted it to me or tweeted, but I, 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 I agreed with you. There was a disconnect, like, with yeah, him on the sideline. He, he did not look healthy. He, he did not look healthy. He did not look engaged. And I'm, we're not making light of the health concerns. He does have major health issues with the headaches. I mean, I can remember on the sideline – remember when Maryland was running the ball for, like, 1,000 yards? up and down the collapsed. field against them. I thought he was going to, th- I literally thought he was going to have a panic attack there. So I, I think this is a work in progress. I'm not sure he's got the great staff either. I think this is what worries me about, not that I think these guys are bad coaches, Brian Schottenheimer, Daryl Bevel, Joe Cullen, Charlie Strong. I just think you have to have a unifier of all this. Yep. Somebody's got to be the voice. It can't be a committee. It can't be collaborative. That's the one thing it cannot be. It can't be collaborative. And, and I think there's going to be a little bit of an issue. Plus, they got to figure out, I don't want to run what Brian Schottenheimer runs. I want to run what Trevor Lawrence does well. I want Trevor Lawrence, and I want him to be able to do the things that he does great and protect his butt. Right now, they can't protect that was an uninspiring staffing by, I mean, I thought with, so. with yeah. Shanahan and Bevel, we've seen, excuse me, with Schottenheimer and Bevel, and, we've seen this. And we know Urban wants to play up-tempo. Yeah. Brian Schott, one of the reasons why Brian Schottenheimer got fired in Seattle was because he would not change the tempo of the game. You know, Pete, people think that Pete wants to run the ball all the time. Pete wants to run the ball, but Pete wants to run tempo. Pete wants the the quarterback under center. He wants to be able to take some shots down the field. We will see Russell Wilson under center more this year. We will see Russell Wilson working harder on play action this year than ever before, which I think will benefit Russell Wilson. And I think that's what he wanted. That's why Shane Waldron, who I don't think Sean McVay thought he would ever lose, you know, so I thought he would bring him in there. Yeah. No, well, I, it, that it's interesting. I, I agree with Michael with the comments that Meyer made. It's not like him to be that transparent, and humble, but he was. And I think he's letting you know this could be a long season for the Jags. who are sitting six and a half. Josh, 
back in the day, we used to call four and five as far as a point spread, no man's land as far as the number. That's not the case anymore with, with, with you know, coaches eschewing field goals and going for it and two-point conversions. Four has become a key number, um, obviously. So the reason I bring that up is because you want to talk Baltimore at Vegas. You see the four, four and a half on the board there with Baltimore laying it, headed towards that five, a little bit of no man's land. But right now, still four, four and a half. I see mostly fours with Baltimore at Vegas. Yeah, Patrick, you're totally right. This is kind of the last dog I want to throw at Michael Lombardi. But, uh, Patrick, you know, when you talk about that kind of dead man's no man's land, the four, four and a half, you're totally right. But the other thing is since they moved the extra point back, you know, a bunch of yards there, that's led to more missed kicks. So, again, that's another thing where the four and a half can be really key here uh, and really play a role with depending on which side you're on. But to me, Michael, I'm looking at this one. This is just kind of a classic heavily bet primetime game. Everybody taking Baltimore. Yet you're kind of see if you pull back the tea leaves a little bit of liability on the Raiders because a lot of these books open for up to four and a half. If you go back like a week or two, it really looked like it was going to five. Patrick, you're totally right. But now we're starting to see it kind of creep back down a bit. It seems like the books don't really want to go go past the four and a half. Definitely not up to five. But there were some shops that when they got hit with the plus four and a half with the Vegas Raiders, they came back down to four. So look at at this spot, Michael, uh, the week one dogs, as we talked about, 55% ATS missed the playoffs versus a team that made the playoffs, a buy low spot in a really heavily bet contrarian primetime game. That's 58%. Uh, and you also look at both these teams playing well preseason. We all know Baltimore, uh, you know, what are they up to, Patrick? 19 games in a row here with Harbaugh. Yeah. But Vegas also 2-0. and Gruden's uh, kind of right up there behind uh, Harbaugh for the best ATS coaches. Uh, Michael, would this be a spot where if you can find the 4.5, and, and again, I wish I could get a 5, but really uh, none of these books want to go there. Yeah, I wish you'd get a 10, I'm sure, too, right? Why not wish to get a 10, Josh? I mean, if you want a 4.5, yeah. I wish I get a 5. I mean, like, like they don't have them. I mean, you know, it's like, you know, I wish I could get a, you know, a house in the, you know. Commit the, to the bit, Josh. Yeah, I mean, like, well, it's exactly. all we got, Josh. You only got, I wish I get a 5. I, mean, I wish I get a house in Malibu, too. But, I mean, you know, they're all wishing. Seriously. You're, you're, you're exactly right, Michael. But I would say, is that 4.5 intriguing to you? Or or would you think this is more of a 3-point game where getting the points could come uh, through here? I really liked, I mean, I think Baltimore, again, bad offensive lines don't travel. I think Baltimore's offensive line is in a state of flux, right? Ronnie Stanley's coming off of major knee injury, says he'll be ready for the opener. Alexander Vanueva, the kid that they're playing at right tackle, he has not played well in the last year. You know, Kevin Zeitler, the kid they got from the New York football giants, he's not played very well. Where are they in this offensive line? We haven't seen Lamar play, right? We know they've got injuries at receiver. We know Bateman's not going to be out there. Is Sammy Watkins Mr. Brittle? I mean, is anybody on the injury report more than Sammy Watkins? No. I mean, like, seriously, he leads the league in being on the injury report. So, I, I think to me, and Gruden's, the, what we know about Gruden is, look, he's 43% after winning the Super Bowl as a head coach. We know he starts fast because he does a great job preparing, but there's no recovery. There's no second, third, or fourth way to do it. All of a sudden, people catch up to him. Will he catch the Ravens by surprise? I have no doubt. I have no doubt. I think the Ravens are fast on defense. I think the Ravens will be a problem. But I think this is a game that with Carr, unless they hit Carr early, I would be I would be surprised the Raiders didn't play him well. Sounds like Michael's going to lean take the four, four and a yeah. half right now with the Raiders. By the way, can Cole Beasley stop trending? Oh get vax, God. don't get vax, dude. I don't care what you do, <laughs> but you're like, annoying. Yeah, it's exactly, constantly exactly, in my Cole. mix. Like, I would like to know why Cole does it. What, what is his reasoning? What's his point? What, What's what is your going point? on? Like, yeah. seriously. Well, text him and we'll find out. Uh, baseball on the way out. Quick, guys. Anything? Uh, what do you got, Josh? What do you like? I like I the got, Cardinals today, Josh. I like the Cardinals I'm with today. you, Cards. Oh, also, really? Redbirds. Seattle, 
Schedule spot Seattle guys, also Oakland sharp move, and look at San Fran riding the hot hand there uh, with Wood against Carrasco. I like the White Sox too. But of course you do. We know that. Josh, we'll see you tomorrow. It's great to have the big guy here. The Nuts is coming up next here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.